have you considered your New Year's resolution yet? Or is it way too early to even get there? Do you need to get through the holidays first? We'll put this in the back of your mind and start noodling it around a little bit because making a New Year's resolution for yourself can help start your year off on the right foot and help really propel you to work towards some important personal goals. So how do you make a New Year's resolution that will actually make that positive change for you? We're going to get into it right now with our next guest, who's a registered psychologist, speaker, and author. Dr. Gans Ferentz is joining the show. Dr. Ferentz, thank you so much for being on. Hey, thanks for having me. Before we get to New Year's resolutions and and I think in a broader sense goals that people can make for themselves that they'll actually stick to, I, I want to I want to do what I just explained. I want to kind of take a little bit of a look back into 2022. And in your opinion, what do you think it looked like in terms of difficulties that people faced? Was there is still a residual COVID hangover where there's certain frustrations that we dealt with this year that really set it apart from others. Yeah, I think, I think this year there definitely was the COVID hangover that was, uh, that we're all feeling. Uh, It's interesting from a psychological standpoint, when we go through trauma or stress or different things like that, a lot of times we don't feel it in the moment because in the moment we're too busy surviving, right? And um, so what happens is when things actually start to calm down, our brains feel safe enough to let us actually then work on some stuff to get it out of the way. And so there's almost like this delayed wave that happens after we go through something intense or traumatic or challenging. So it hits us later and sometimes we don't, because, because we don't really understand this dynamic, it can feel really weird. It's like, oh, no, something's wrong with me. Like, why am I feeling this now? But this is kind of what's been going on this year. A lot of people just sort of like now they're starting to feel the effects of what we went through with the pandemic, the uncertainty, the isolation, you know, all the different things that are happening. And then you layer on top of that, there's been a lot of uncertainty this year as well. There's been political upheaval, the war in the Ukraine, uh, even, you know, quote unquote, coming out of covid are we really out? Are we not out? And then, you know, we got the tridemic happening now, right? So there's a lot of kind of different stuff that we really didn't have on the radar, say, five years, five years ago. You know, it seems to me, at least anecdotally, Doc, that people seem, certainly as you, as you just kind of touched on there, politically divided, maybe mm-hmm. angrier than than mm-hmm. before. Uh, do you believe that to be true? Is it is it anger or is it is it trauma, as you're explaining, that, that maybe we're just not recognizing or dealing with? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, anger, anger tends to be a secondary emotion. Um, and it's, you know, the primary emotion there is usually fear, trauma, stress, fatigue, you know what I mean? Um, and, and a lot of times when people don't know how to express their feelings or really don't have a healthy outlet for it or or they're in they're continuing to be in stress or uncertainty like many of us are especially economically right now um the expression of those deeper issues is anger that's that's where it comes out and so people get more marginalized we pick sides and go into tribes and you know, the other guys are mm-hmm. not like us. So we got to like, you know, hate them more or whatever, you know. <laughs> and so this is this is kind of what uh, what we've been experiencing. And and these these are conditions that happen when people are under stress and they don't have the healthy tools, either haven't been taught or don't have the healthy supports uh, in terms of mental health uh, supports or professionals around them to help them do that. But we know that during the tra- that during the uh, pandemic, 
a lot of stuff went up, like suicidal attempts, suicidal completions, depression, anxiety, um, spousal abuse, drug abuse, all these things, all of them went up during the pandemic and kind of have not really started to come down to any significant level yet. So will they naturally come down on their own? I hear so many people, and I I think I would probably say this myself, that I think everyone should be in therapy. Do you think that we all need a little bit of help in order to navigate our way through whatever we're dealing with in in whatever circumstance that looks like? Well, uh, so yes and yes. (laughs) Well, first of all, I don't (laughs) think it's going to come down naturally. I I do think that if, if conditions do settle down, Things can you take the pressure off something? You don't have the same drivers to make the bad stuff happen. But we do have the lag and the lasting effects of trauma that we experience. And you know, I've been a psychologist. I've been in the field for over thirty years. I've also been on the other side of the couch. <laughs> I've been a, a client of a psychologist. I've had my own psychologist for over thirty years as well. And I'm a I'm a strong believer in this because look, if if I have a problem with my toilet or my pipes. I'm not going to call a carpenter. I'm going to call a plumber, right? Somebody who knows what they're doing with that particular issue. And, you know, just like electricians know what they need to do for, you know, the wiring in your house, a psychologist or a mental health professional knows how to deal with, you know, kind of the wiring of your life, so to speak, right? And so why would we try to do stuff on our own when in every other area we will call a professional, but mm-hmm. for some reason, you know, I mean, there's so much misunderstanding and 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 uh, sometimes stigma around dealing with your own life that we tend to try to tough it out and try to go it alone. But I, I, I refuse to myself and myself and my family. We all see somebody because we want to do better as quickly as possible with with the least amount of effort. Yeah, well, and I'm glad that we could that we could get that message out from your perspective because I do think that it's important, and I do think that some of that stigma has been lifted, and certainly it's been mm-hmm. normalized. I, I think a lot more, and and made available. I think in different ways, certainly with online therapy right. and you know even text services, whether they have the same mm-hmm. impact as as someone in real life. Um, I think remains to be seen, but there are those options. So I'm glad to set the stage, at least with that component of our conversation, doctor. But, you know, those those things that people can do on their own when it comes to uh, when it comes to things like setting New Year's resolutions. And some people might roll their eyes at the idea of setting a New Year's resolution. You know, you're just going to break it in three weeks. But I, I don't know that I don't know that that's that's always the case when it comes to personal development and setting goals. There there can be some some real benefit to, to doing something like that. So is it, is it doing away with the giant New Year's resolution? I'm going to become a completely different person by February. And is it maybe taking some smaller steps and we can take some ownership and accountability for our, for our life to be a little bit better? Yes. Um, like I, I, I have this quote on my wall. It says the unexamined life is not worth living uh, by mm. Socrates. Um, so there is, there is great, benefit in looking at your life and trying to do better, right? Um, Why not try to improve and see how good you can stand it, right? This is the Mm -hmm. whole idea of personal growth. And, and, you know, so resolutions and goal setting and all these different things, there are, those are tools that if used properly can really help people to, you know, take a look at their lives, figure out what they want to do and go forward. Now, so, so the whole deal around New Year's resolutions to me New Year's is just sort of a natural time. You know, the year is ending, uh, the calendar is turning over. So it seems like a good time to reflect, like we just did reflect back on last year, see what worked, see what didn't work. 
and what would we like to do differently going forward? So there's a natural time of self-reflection and setting a course. But the truth is, you know, life is kind of like a video game, right? You can hit the reset button anytime you want, several times mm. during the day if you want. So you don't have to necessarily wait for New Year's to do it. And there's nothing magical about doing it, at, you know, during this time of the year. Now, that being said, if you have a lot of stuff that you want to do and, you know, everybody else is kind of doing it, you can kind of ride that wave of motivation and, uh, you know, kind of what's going on in society and say, OK, you know what? I think I will take this time to look back and see what see what I want to improve as I go forward. So so doing it this time of year, not, not bad. Just know that you can do it at any time uh, during the year as well. And I think it's a good reminder because even just doing a cursory search of New Year's resolutions, one of the Google prompts is, "How do I make my New Year's resolution come true?" And it's not a it's not a wish on a star. It's not as you said, it's not some magical time of year. So they they can happen at truly at any time. But if you are thinking, exactly. maybe I want to I want to I want to better myself in some way, what are some of the best strategies to do that that really do work and have an impact for some positive change? Sure. Well, let me set let me set the context for this a little little more though, right? Because the truth is, like goals and resolutions and all these things, what the research says that is about it's about sixty seven percent of them are never reached, right? Wow. So yeah, I know over two thirds are you know, quote unquote failures, right? So they can, you can, you can set yourself up for a lot of disappointment and frustration if you don't have the right context on this. So it's, it's far better to think about them in a different way. First of all, the, the, the root term goals, the root, root word for goals, um, is something um, similar to barrier. And so what, what they're trying to say is that it's not a barrier in front of you to stop you from reaching your goal. It's like barriers on the side, like a channel. So the idea is, is goals or resolutions or anything like this, this in, in, that, in that vein, it's really a tool to help channel your energy in a certain direction. So if we have a goal or a resolution as a channel and as a tool, then it's not about hitting it to be successful. It's just about continuing to channel your energy in that certain direction and you are successful. And that way, it's not, you, you, you are successful because you're moving in the direction as opposed to having to like lose the 15 pounds by you know, February 1st or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Um, right. it's, it's, it's not so much about the hitting the thing itself, because let's say you don't lose 15 pounds, you lose 12 pounds. Well, you're still successful because you moved in the right direction. And I think that's an important aspect of setting proper or using resolutions in the right way. The other thing I would say is it's far better instead of trying to hit a certain target to actually build a habit. Um, if you If you look at building a habit, so instead of saying I'm going to, work out every day for the next year, I'm going to build the habit of working out on a consistent basis. So now if I'm working on building the habit, it's okay if I mess up sometimes. You know, um, what I tell my clients to do is, you know, get a calendar and put a little check mark every time you work out or whatever, whatever you're trying to do daily, right? And you're going to break the chain. It's going to break. You're going to be sick one day. You're going to need to sleep in. Something's going to happen, right? So what? Make another chain, right? <laughs> That's the game. Right. The game is to keep making chains, and after a while, you will develop the habit because you you will be working towards this, and it will become much more natural and automatic and, and easy for you to do. And that's the success. 
that's really what it's all about is building the habit versus I, you know, I didn't do it every day. I didn't do it. I didn't hit a hundred percent. So what you hit 75%, but now it's a habit and you're working out on a regular basis. That's the yeah. success. And you're also a human being and beating yourself up over it and then completely <laughs> quitting is not going to get you anywhere either. Exactly. Well, you know, that, that leads into the other, other uh, tip, other strategy, celebration. I say celebration is a fuel for future success, right? Celebration is a fuel for future success. So what that means is when you're celebrating, when you're doing stuff and you're moving forward, you want to celebrate anything that looks like progress. Actually, I'd say anything that looks like it's not even going backwards, right? <laughs> if you're not going backwards, <laughs> you want to celebrate that. Because when you're in a state of celebration, <clears throat> you're actually in a physiological and emotional state of being able to be more effective and to be able to um, hit your performance levels at, at a higher level. And so you want to celebrate, celebrate that, okay, you know what? I worked out three times this week instead of none. That's awesome. You know, um, I, um, I lost one pound instead of like gaining three, uh, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, mm-hmm. you want to celebrate it because it feels way better to, to feel good about what you're doing and you feel more motivated to continue than if you're mercilessly beating the crap out of yourself, right? Because you didn't hit the goal or whatever, right? Yeah, and it speaks to that that energy output that you were mentioning too. You know, putting out that positive energy to 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 create that positive change. Dr. Ferrans, thank you so much for for your your tips and uh, and the conversation this evening. I really appreciate it. Hey, thanks so much for having me, Chelsea.